Welcome to the Radical Self-Belief Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Fogdenmore, the Mojo Maker, and this is your ultimate destination for candid, essential, inspiring advice to get you in the driver's seat of life. Discover exclusive leadership insights, plus proven practical tools and techniques to activate true conscious decision-making for extraordinary results. Reignite your vision, harness effortless energy as we guide you to truly be the CEO of your life as well as your business for absolute sustainable success. Hi guys, and welcome back to Radical Self-Belief, the Mojo Maker podcast, and also on YouTube, which is formerly Vitality Coach TV, the Mojo Maker show. I'm your host, Nikki Fogden-Moore, and this episode today is going to be about the epidemic of overwhelm. First aid, recognizing the signs, fear, and how to lean in and choose curiosity, reaction versus response, and giving yourself the allotted time to stop and understand that really moving through overwhelm from chaos to calm is a whole new terrain, and we've got to have an updated operating system for this new landscape that we're living in today as modern leaders and modern people living their very best life with an ever-changing platform for what we know we can do, how we can plan, and what the future really holds. So thank you for tuning in. If you haven't already realized, the Mojo Maker podcast has moved onto this whole new platform, Radical Self-Belief. It's a new season and a new life that's breathed into the show. I felt like I really wanted to have a super fresh, clean and focused restart, but all the episodes right through from my very original episode all those years ago are found here on Radical Self-Belief, the Mojo Maker podcast. So we're up to episode 150 now, which is really awesome. I'm recording this on the 6th of August, 2021. So wherever you are in the world, at whatever time you're listening to this, welcome. It is timeless content. And I hope that you've picked up this episode because it reaches you at exactly the right time that you need. Now, remember, just a little bit of admin. You can reach out at any time at NikkiFogdenMoore.com. Hop onto my Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook at nfogdenmore. And if you're a listener and subscriber to my podcast, you get 10% off any of my things in my online store. So that's books, quote sets, posters, anything that you need, and downloadable PDFs. So this is Radical Self-Belief, the book that I'll be talking about from a chapter today, which is Checkpoint One, which is survival mode. Why on earth are so many of us in survival mode? And why aren't we recognizing that with all the tools available to us in today's society, with all the conversation and the assistance around mental health, the assistance around productivity, effectivity, and actually living our best life, are we absolutely in the opposite end of that spectrum? And that's what I'm going to talk to you about is what is overwhelm exactly? Are we here, the term everywhere, but to have radical change and sustainable success, we also need to understand the signs and symptoms of something that sits insidiously in the background and does push-ups until we get to a point where we, what I say, burn out, freak out, and we end up opting out. And this is not dependent on what age you are, what title you have, a gender specific or where you live. This is an epidemic of a human reaction to having far too much going on in the world and not having the right way to navigate our way through and choose what is truly for our highest good. So let me take you through the epidemic of overwhelm. I just want to say one thing. I think it's really important to actually define what overwhelm is. So all this information that you're listening to on this podcast today and everything else, I'm taking you through the rally of life journey from radical self-belief 
It's all about adulting the rally of life. It's all about understanding that we have to suit up and realize that this is not just a one thin red line from A to B in life. It is a never-ending twist and turns, all conditions, all seasons. It's like a rally. And when you start to understand the beauty of the rally, the beauty of change, the beauty of unpredictability, and the serenity that there is so much outside of our control, you start focusing on the most wonderful operating system of all, and that is your own engine, your own hard drive, and your own ecosystem. And that's what I want to empower you with throughout this whole new feature with Radical Self-Belief. The podcast is how to actually do it. We know what we should be doing, but I feel there's not enough application in a quiet, seamless way that effortlessly puts you in a place where you feel back in control and less freaked out, less burnt out, and you definitely can avoid opting out of everything altogether. So overwhelm by definition is a verb. You know, it's a it's not something that is just intenuous. It's absolutely probably one of the biggest epidemics we have on our planet at the moment is that people are absolutely confused. They feel that everything that they thought they wanted is no longer possible. The old adage of what we were striving for has most recently been ripped away from so many people with changes in our health and our systems and how we operate globally and in our communities. So overwhelm is to bury or drown beneath a huge mass of something. The cinnamons are a swamp, submerge, engulf, bury, deluge, flood, inundate, clog, saturate, glut, overload, beset, overburden, and snow under. And I'm sure if you've listened to any of those words, there's been moments that you have felt snowed under, overburdened, clogged, and insidiously submerged and engulfed in everything that's happening around you. This is especially true, I think, for leaders in life as well. What I do want to say is we need to break up with overwhelm. We can't just keep talking about it and put semantic kind of fix solutions and band-aids on top of it. We have to go right to the direct source of the issue, which is the fact that we haven't really been equipped mentally to stand in our own self-sufficient ecosystem and to be able to take a big, deep breath and really look at what do we really need and want? What are our vital ingredients and how do we take our own power back to be solid in our own right? then we have the ability to be interdependent, to add value, to co-create and collaborate. But without a sense of self-sufficiency, without a calm and an understanding, and without a sense of peace inside yourself, you'll always be pulled off in different directions. We have to break up with the pressure to succeed. Not the drive, not the vision, not the passion, but the pressure to succeed. And I totally believe it is time that we stop the cycle of burnout, freakout, and opt-out. This is just no longer serving anyone. In fact, we're losing some precious people at the top that are in charge of running amazing companies with the best values and vision, and they just can't do it anymore. Our families, our sons, our daughters, our partners, I guarantee you within you know one to three people that you know, somebody's experiencing either depression, mental health, or overwhelm, and they've just lost their mojo beyond the point of being able to get it back by health regime or by a few weeks holiday. This is far, far worse than that. And let me give you a little bit of the vital statistics of overwhelm. 46% of staff in the US, 46% of the staff in the US in a recent study actually responded to having burnout, half of their staff quitting. This is a Kronos Future Workplace um, research. And I think this is the most important thing. Burnout was actually attributing to people just going, I can't do it anymore. I have to leave. I'm on sick leave. I can't get up. 
I just can't get out of bed. I can't face the day. I can't face my job. I can't face my family. So the fact that people get to that point with all the tools and the mindset systems and the HR systems and the kind of operating procedures that we put out for people to engage in life, it's not working because ultimately the filter in which we're taking the information on and how we feel about receiving help and having a sense of true self-sufficiency, that is not there. And when you're not coming from a place where you can receive calmly and set yourself up and back yourself, it's impossible to move out of that situation. In the US, $300 billion alone was spent on burnout and overwhelm in one year. That is incredible. That's just the US alone. 83% of US workers say they suffer stress. 83%. And I think it's probably 99% of the population at the moment are saying they're stressed out. You know, I really believe that we can't just identify the statistics. We have to say, what is the solution? Now, if you've been listening to any of my podcasts, if you've listened to 149 on Thought Tinder, if you've read any of my books, if you've come to any of my speaking engagements, you will know one thing. I do not do hope projects and we need to instill a sense of self-sufficiency and empowerment in every individual to realize that you absolutely can get in the driver's seat of your life. So the fact that we put these statistics out, the fact that we try and create more awareness around mental health and what to do is fantastic, but then we have to be willing on an individual level to shift the needle. We have to be willing on an individual level to recognize the red flags in our own life and take responsibility and accountability to put our oxygen mask on first. Because $77 billion are spent on helping depression and mental health and survival mode, I want to talk to you about if you're experiencing any of this, how do you get yourself into overwhelm in the first place? And how do we navigate you out of that? Let's just discuss a little bit of the causes of overwhelm. You know, our high performance living digital world, always on. We're always on. There's always a phone or a laptop or, you know, our fridges speak to us, our cars speak to us, front doors open for us now. Everything's automated. We never have any calm time in nature without any digital devices without any 5G, 3G, Wi-Fi. It's all around us all the time. So there's never a quiet subliminal time unless you're under the water uh, or on top of a mountain where there's no signal. And I think that's the most important thing. We're so disconnected by being connected. The other thing is overload. You know, because of all these connectivities, we're constantly having to do so much more. And when you get an email from your phone, you feel you have to answer it straight away. So we're not handling the way that we've digitized our world. All these things that are keeping people alive for longer are also keeping people suffering for longer when they need to be able to disconnect and to take time out to get well or even to go through their natural phase in life. Everything is in a digital construct at the moment. It's in an artificial world where we don't know how to show up for ourselves. Removed from community and isolation is a huge thing at the moment with COVID. Alone in a leadership position. You know, this is the top of the triangle. There's not much room for anyone to sit alongside you. So when you really get to be a pioneer or a leader, it's very, very lonely. And I think it's an underestimated place to be because you really have fought your way to the top or you've led your way to the top. And then all of a sudden you look around, there's nobody there sitting with you that, that there is genuinely out of their integrity and has a place next to you that's comfortable and sustainable. And that's a really, really tough position to be in because when you're a leader, you're responsible not only for yourself, but for everybody else. And that's a huge burden for many people at the moment when there's so much uncertainty in this world. High digital engagement, high drive for robotics, AI, you know, universal intelligence, 
Everything's being watched. Everything we say is being taken and fed back to us. Automation is becoming such a day-to-day thing that we forget how to be in our own self. So we've become on autopilot just as individuals. We ask Siri. We don't go and open up a dictionary or National Geographic magazines or do cerebral research. We ask Siri the answer to a question or we ask Google. So we're taking a portion of our brain that we used to use to solve problems and to identify things, to create, to design, to engineer, and we're actually not even utilizing that because we're asking a sentence and the information has been fed back to us. Integration with technology is happening at a rate that our soft skills are not evolving enough. And I will say there's a great example of that. I think it's the American Air Force where the rate in which an artificial intelligence decision can be made is so much faster than a human brain that the ability to stop a decision uh, when you're up in a microsecond in the middle of the air in a combat situation, that's no longer available to people. So we're actually in a situation where robotics and the speed of decision-making and artificial intelligence, our soft skills as human, which make it so important to make deep, intuitive-based decisions, not just intellectual-based decisions, but deep, intuitive-based decisions, those soft skills are not being integrated with empathy, compassion, and understanding inside decision-making criteria. And it's a really, really big issue. Uh, Digitized roles in society, instant gratification, overstimulation, undernourished, too much video time, no deep interaction or interpersonal learning. You know, kids are on iPads, everything else. Self-worth, self-esteem issues, self-doubt, comparison, lack of trust. You know, a misdiagnosis that people want less personal interaction. And let me just say that there is a misdiagnosis that people want less personal interaction and more robotic, more digital, more interface via devices. That is not the case because the basic human need is significance. And I like on Instagram, a virtual team reality tour of how well the company's doing. Um, You know, talking to your kids via text message when they're in the other room in the house. That is not true connectivity. We're losing our connection with our soft skills. And ultimately, we're losing connection with ourselves in the meantime. So let me take you through. I said I would give you a few areas where you can have red flags to recognize the signs of overwhelm. And don't forget all of this stuff. I'm going to make sure on the bottom of the video, but if you're listening to this on podcast, go to NikkiFogdenMore.com and you can sign up for Monday Mojo and you get about five worksheets for free. And you can also, all of these worksheets that I'm going to take you through, they're all in the book, Radical Self-Belief. So I've done this hand in hand to try and make sure that we have the acuity and the abundance in ourselves to decide to step up and do the work to change the situation of overwhelm on an individual basis. It can't be enough to talk about it. We have to individually take responsibility. So physical signs of overwhelm, exhaustion, insomnia, addictions, drugs, sugar, alcohol, overworking, um, you know, digital devices, lack of energy, just a lethargy, an ability to sleep properly, just feeling totally demotivated and flat, weight gain or sudden weight loss, muscle ache, headaches, you know, the whole caboodle, digestive issues, mental, fuzzy or foggy thinking, feeling stuck. You know, when fear grips you and you have inertia, I always say no decision is a decision in itself. And if you're constantly sitting in a cycle where you're not changing and you're not growing and you're not making a decision and you're not feeling the fear and doing it anyway, you're sitting in a very, very dangerous place. It is a false sense of security. It means you're avoiding something that you don't want to face. Inability to make decisions, fear of judgment from others, overthinking, procrastination, rash 
or poor decisions, including overspending. You know, people are spending more for instant gratification. It is a diversion from what you need to be looking at within. And then emotional signs of overwhelm, emotionally shut down, lack of connection to self, let alone others, feeling isolated and misunderstood, argumentative, defensive, withdrawn, avoidant, depression, sadness, grief, and guilt. Doesn't paint a very good picture, does it? However, I want to tell you there is a solution, and that's why I'm here, because I, even though we understand the deeper impact of overwhelm professionally, personally, and financially, you know, from relationship breakdowns, illness, depression, anxiety, parenting, and partnership issues, professionally, we have loss of staff retention, mistakes at work, productivity breakdown, people just aren't engaged anymore. And financially, financial stress causes 97% of people's anxiety. So when you're not feeling in control of your finances, when you have fear about where your income's coming from, when you're not handling your cash properly, when you don't have the back end of your life admin sorted, you will be in overwhelm and it will only get worse. So the three areas of understanding the deeper impact, if you're not stopping and going, wow, if I don't start to step out of this old pattern and embrace the rally of life and realize that Nikki and other people are giving me these tools, I have to remember that I will stay stuck in this cycle. And it's not a very, very good place to sit. So what I want to talk to you about today, if you're recognizing signs of overwhelm and you're feeling burnt out, you're freaked out, you're opted out, you're stuck, and you know the power of positive thinking, you know that there are other options and you know that there's a a little side around the box that perhaps you haven't visited. I want to take you on the journey in this podcast to show you how to do it. And I want to simplify the intellectualizing of how we stand in a positive mindset instead of a negative mindset. I want to simplify for you the understanding of how you can go from chaos to calm. And I want to make it tangible that you can go one step at a time. Like I say to all my clients, there are so many levels of evolution. But when you start with brick by brick and cementing each layer, you never have to go back and redo the foundations. It's not for the faint-hearted because you can't sit in your own stories anymore. You know, and that is the most important thing. You have to realize that you are your greatest asset. So you have to put your oxygen mask on first. And that means taking responsibility to understand what are you really afraid of? How are you going to overcome fear of judgment, shame, blame, and guilt, and put that aside to lean in and take the first step? Because that's really what is required. You can listen to this podcast. You can, one of my favorite people I refer my clients to all the time for deeper inertia on quantum thinking is Dr. Joe Dispenza. Um, you can listen to The Untethered Soul. You can go and listen to Eckhart Tolle. You can read about highly effective habits. You can go and read my book, Fitpreneur. That means nothing unless you start identifying the old programming limiting beliefs that are keeping you stuck in a story. And it is the absolute self-diagnosis and radical self-care where you choose your thought that you swipe left on fear and you swipe right on courage. You swipe left on shame, blame, doubt, and guilt, and paralysis to avoid pain, and you swipe right on having a go on courage and defining what your great looks like. And ultimately, you can buy all the things in the world that your money and you can get your hands on, but it's radical self-belief and it's love for everything you do and for those around you and opening your heart out and realizing that there is no reward without a risk. So I challenge you today as you're listening to this podcast and you're listening to the video to hop in and to say, right, I agree with you, Nikki. I need to face my fears. I entrust you to show me how to do that brick by brick, 
cement each stage foundation by foundation because there is no rush to jump to checkpoint three if you haven't done the work around checkpoint one. So putting judgment aside, the first thing I need you to do off the back of this podcast is I want you to do the traffic like worksheet and I will give you on the video, you will see it on the screen right now. And also if you're listening to the podcast, it will be um, in the Radical Self-Belief, the book, and it will also be in the worksheets if you go to get my downloadables for Radical Self-Belief and the online program that goes with it. But the traffic like worksheet is something that I've been using for many years in my coaching models. It's dropping the pin on what is in flow and where is your biggest anxiety and stress. Be 100% honest, you know, and if you start to go, I don't want to look at that yet, or I'm not ready for that yet, then all you're doing is holding yourself back. There is an innate thing that happens in human nature when we don't want to move through change as we hang on to where we are and all the stories about why it's okay to stay stuck. You have to start realizing that there is an art of neuroplasticity. And the first part of that is understanding where your roadblocks are. Mentally, emotionally, physically, what's green and in flow. Mentally, emotionally, and physically, what's amber, which is kind of stuck on the edge. And mentally, emotionally, and physically, where are you just in red? Where are you in overdrive and overload? What is not working for you? And if there's a subject that keeps coming up, if someone is pressing you on a subject, if someone is saying, hey, this just isn't right, what are you doing? If you're not living in full integrity, embracing your life, you have to look under the rocks and see what you've been trying to sweep under the carpet because it will always come back to the surface. So, you know, the truth is like cream. It always rises to the top. Thing is, the longer you try and hold it down, the bigger the area on the top it will be at a later point and it will rise up and it will keep rising up until you address these issues. The greatest courage that we have is we know there's always a solution, but you must look within and say, why am I hanging on to the story? Why am I telling myself that I don't like my life, that I don't like my job, that I can't support my kids, that I want to go into this new partnership, but I can't because of X, Y, Z, I'm not ready, I don't want change, or I want to evolve into my new job, but, but, but. If you have all these buts, they are your limiting beliefs. Until you've sat down and worked out the facts and stats, the possibility, then you haven't looked at it properly. And I think that's the most important thing, is having the awareness that you've come from overwhelm and having the understanding that there are tools out there and a radical self-discipline that you can't just sweep the feeling under the carpet and that you no longer have to stay stuck and freak out, burn out, opt out. I want to show you today on the show that it is so important, so important that you take full accountability for where you sit and full accountability for the conversations that you're having with yourself. And if you understand the ability that you know your ego, your subconscious beliefs, the false sense of security, the stories that keep you stuck is just ego, it's not reality, then you can go, oh God, I get that. But the next step is you've got to choose what your new thoughts patterns are. And I talk about it like the mindset bank. Do you want to deplete and withdraw your happiness and your health and your well-being and your love and abundance by constantly arguing with yourself why you need to be miserable and stuck and overwhelmed and exhausted? Do you want to keep depositing into the negative or what I call the crap carousel, the crap baggage? Or do you want to leave the baggage on the crap carousel on the left-hand side of everything you do? It pops up and you just leave it sitting there and choose to start packing light, to start figuring out that you absolutely off the back of this podcast, off the back of this video, off the back of all the tools available to us, 
The first step is the accountability to sit down and realize that you've been in your own way. The first step is the accountability to sit down and write out what's really bothering you and to own the fact that you are overwhelmed and then to go, what's next? So I say, sit down, do the traffic light worksheet, what's in flow, what's a little bit stuck and what's absolutely giving you anxiety and what are the roadblocks? One of the things that is insidious, I think, in human nature at the moment, especially in older generation, or I'd say even 30s onwards, is there's a massive sense of responsibility of needing to people please. And if you're transitioning from one life to the other or growing into who you truly are, and you feel that you don't want to let anyone down or disappoint someone, or you feel beholden to keeping other people happy, you really need to look at that. Because ultimately, when we're in our true truth, in our flow, in what I call quantum truth, which is there is no friction. It's the highest good for all. Because if you're not letting go of something or someone else that doesn't serve you, then you are also preventing that project, that person, or that situation from having its own life. And what we do in life is we hoard people, we hoard stories, and we hoard projects and situations like a safety net because we think we're going to be alone or we're going to be without. It's coming from a lack and a rejection place, and it's very, very dangerous. You have to be prepared to let go of the past in order to blossom for the future. And that's one of the most difficult things in times of uncertainty. But you're never going to know exactly what's going to happen. You have to trust in your decisions for now. You have to trust inherently a sense of faith that goes beyond anything you've ever had before to find the art of going, you know what, that was then. I cannot keep hanging on to this. I have to give myself permission to let this go. Because if you keep hanging on to the tiny threads of the past, the tiny threads of a project that didn't work out, the tiny threads of a client where you feel it didn't work out, the tiny threads of an argument, you are never going to have the beauty of what's awaiting for you on the other side. You're just going to feed that energy the whole time. And it's like keeping a bunch of rocks in the bottom of a glass and wondering why you can never fill it up. So what rocks are you going to get rid of? And if you're afraid of it, face it, because otherwise it will insidiously be a handbrake for you physically, emotionally, and mentally until you are free of that point. If it's getting in the way of you truly moving on, ask yourself, why am I not letting go? And if it's because you're afraid of fear, rejection, or abandonment, then you need to face that because they're not good reasons to hang on. They're reasons for you to come through into doing your own work and know that you are self-sufficient and you're never alone. And you are never going to be abandoned because what is meant for you will never pass you by. But those statements are true statements when you do the work on understanding I'm an overwhelm, I'm hanging on to odd stories, I'm keeping myself stuck in the suffering. The only person that can move me from chaos to calm is myself. So the epidemic of overwhelm is real. All of us experience it on some level or another. The question that I have for you is how do you want to move through that? After 20 years of coaching and working in high-performance industries, I know the feeling. I've had my own burnout. I've had my own restrictions and my own sadness and grief, loss of relationships, changing in my business. I've gone through it all. But the one thing that carries me through and the evolution that I've experienced and why I keep writing these books is because you do not have to suffer. You don't have to keep hanging on of how life has served you as injustice. In fact, we have to flip it around and realize that it's all pure abundance and the conditions are always perfect, but it's how we look at our lives that determines our future. Do you show up for the rally of life at the start line, in the passenger seat, afraid, full of reasons why you're not ready, or are you going to suit up? 
get your roadmap out and go checkpoint to checkpoint and realize that you're actually in the driver's seat. So come and join me. Come and get the book if you want, Radical Self-Belief. It's my new book. You have to have it because it works. And I'm so, so thrilled with all the response. And I'm also super excited that we'll be doing the book, an online masterclass with 10 modules on NikkiFogdemore.com that launches in September 2021 on the Mojo Maker Academy. Really, we have to adult in this rally of life. We have to realize that there is a beauty in the rain and the hail, the sunshine, the storms, and everything that has molded us to be who we are today. But please, after listening to this podcast, have the self-awareness to understand that nobody else has done anything to you. No project has let you down. It's how you decide to discern the difference between hanging on to being wronged, hanging on to what you thought that was, and embracing the now and creating a future that you really love. And the bottom line is love is what is going to help you create great projects. Love of something, love of abundance, love of yourself, and an acceptance that you absolutely have the permission to be happy. We're taught many, many years that if you work hard and you know almost break yourself over a relationship or over a job, then you deserve the success that comes with it. That's not how it works. So I want you to find your flow instead of force, to understand where you sit in this epidemic of overwhelm and that taking on more digital devices and apps and time management, that's not going to help you. But taking on yourself as a project and understanding aren't the mastering the art of your thoughts, mastering your art of mindset and discovering the incredible tools that we have as human beings on this planet. Therein lies the beauty and the challenge that lies ahead for true happiness, abundance, and success sustainably. So thank you for bearing with me on this podcast as I raise the topic of the epidemic of overwhelm. I cement why it's so crucial that we look at the source, not the semantics. And that has to start with you on taking your personal challenge to go from chaos to calm. However you sit in life, whatever your leadership role, you know, it's so important. Lions don't lose sleep over sheep. But being assertive is not aggressive. Taking time for yourself is not forceful. But understanding that the true thing we all search for is flow, harmony, happiness, and love. So if there's an old situation, an old story, an old project, an old person that is keeping you tethered to the past, well, you cannot be free for the future. You have to let it go and realize that no matter what has gone wrong in your life up until this point, you absolutely can have everything you ever want and freedom and happiness and the connection to being replete. But you have to let go of your old stories. You have to let go to choose not to suffer. You have to practice thought tinder, swiping left with the crap carousel bags and picking up the lighter luggage where you're not defined by your past. You can understand it and build on your experiences, but it shouldn't hold you back. So I hope today's episode 150 on Radical Self-Belief, the Mojo Maker podcast. I'm Nikki, your host, your navigator, your guide. And this is really what I do all day in and out is helping people find their flow. No excuses, no shortcuts. You have to be whole within yourself. If I can help you in any way, please reach out at nfogdemore, leave a comment on YouTube or go to my website, nickyfogdemore.com. I would love to help. I have hundreds of videos, hundreds of different models and worksheets, three different books, and also three different online masterclasses as well, including a 30 days fitpreneur workout for super busy people that I filmed with Adrian a couple of years ago as well. There is so much resource available. All of that doesn't matter if you're not willing to figure out what's going to be important for you next. And please don't delay your right to happiness. Please don't delay your right to being the pioneer because we need you to step into that space 
to follow the magic and to realize your dreams and to let go of the pain of what didn't work out in the past and embrace the future. If I can help you do that, I would love to. Until next time, please like and subscribe. Radical Self-Belief, the Mojo Maker podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google podcast, everywhere else. It's the yellow cover. I'm Nikki Fogdemore. Come join me, NikkiFogdemore.com. And once again, until next time, you stay healthy, wealthy, and wise. And remember, you are in the driver's seat of life. Well, thank you so much for joining, listening, and engaging in Radical Self-Belief, the Mojo Maker podcast. Drop me a like, share, and subscribe to Nikki Fogdemore on YouTube, as well as across all the podcast channels and my website, NikkiFogdemore.com for Monday Mojo exclusive emails from me each week. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST10 for 10% off any of my books when you shop online at NikkiFogdemore.com. Until next time, you stay healthy, wealthy, and wise. And remember, you are in the driver's seat of life.